Was that Monday Night Football? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what that was? I think <laughs> yeah. that was Monday Night Football. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Monday Night Football. Talking about that football today. Um, uh, well, what do you think about the games coming up this Sunday? What games? Oh, football. Oh, sorry. Yeah, the football no games. games. <laughs> Actually, preseason starting soon. So I met a guy from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, yeah? And I told him that my buddy used to work at and I said it wrong, and he instantly corrected me because yeah. I called it St. Shattuck Mary's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, no, it's Shattuck, Shattuck St. Mary's. Mary's. And yeah. I used to play them in high school in hockey. Oh, yeah? And he said, and they would drop us like 20 to nothing. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah. He's like, we weren't in like the same league. They dropped we, everybody 20 to nothing. But we would like, uh, <clears throat> like scrimmage them, he said. you know, They were probably like the Minnesota elite or something like that. He went to some school south of there he said like i don't can't remember exactly what school was we we're mm. both i don't know having beverages but he owns a brewery in saint paul and i was gonna bring the beer but then i had a hangover and i was like we shouldn't do that um <laughs> oh geez i gotta i gotta shout him out because uh the beer was awesome um let's see i'm trying to think of what beer would it oh what do we got going on so okay it is uh, Black Stack. Black Stack. Never had that. Black Stack Brewing. Black Stack Brewing. All right. So if you are in St. Paul, and I know we've got people who are. Um, it's a cool looking place, man. Maybe check out Black Stack Brewing and let us know. Let us know what you think. He flew from. Uh, let's see like how big it is. He flew nice. from Minnesota to <clears throat> come to Tin Barn. No shit. Because he met the guy from Tin Barn at some like brewers convention and he flew there and had his beer up there for uh just like taste or you could buy or stuff. It cool. was uh, it was pretty cool. It's cool. That's a cool thing to do. And it's cool to meet somebody that knew the school you. Yeah. Oh well, anybody like... out there is gonna know <laughs> it. And anybody who especially anybody who's ever played hockey or, yeah. or really like knows about hockey, watches NHL regularly, like they've all heard of it. He the the Olympics. If you ever watch Olympic hockey, there's always like there's always at least four or five alumni that are on, you know, between the different Olympic teams. Um, so. I, I always thought you maybe amped it up a little bit, but the fact that he no. instantly corrected me on the name. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, he must have been pretty good at that because that's like the best. Hey, do you know Bar Marlon Brando went there? I go. Yeah. No. Yeah. And he goes. I go, did he play hockey? He goes, no, it was a military school. Yeah. And I go, oh, it was okay. a, yeah, it was a military school. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did have they I mean, this guy had like all the facts, like yeah. he knows it. I'm like, they Whoa. still had like theater stuff back then. <clears throat> okay. So he was in the theater program as well. And there's a spot in like back in the changing rooms up in the like the auditorium's really neat, but back in the changing rooms for the auditorium, there's a spot where he like carved his name in the wall. Really? Yeah. Okay. And he got kicked out. Oh, he didn't, Marlon, he didn't get that far into Marlon Brando <clears throat> got kicked out of Shattuck St. Mary's because he stole the clapper. He he was apparently getting into all sorts of trouble, but then he stole the clapper out of the bell and hit it. Oh, God. I don't know if he buried it or what the hell he did with it. <laughs> but um, I, that was the last straw, and oh, uh, he was sent, sent packing. Sent packing. Uh, Towns Van Zant as well. If you're into music, Towns Van Zant learned how to play guitar in the dorms. Wow. And he'd go around from room to room just 
playing playing his guitar so yeah kind of neat kind of neat <clears throat> wish you were there you'd had a freaking blast talking to that guy because like he knew yeah. it all and just tell me how he the funniest part was him talking about scrimmaging and like how they thought they were good and they how were... old is he is he older than me younger <clears throat> than me probably i think mid-30s it's hard to say hmm. yeah i wonder if i wonder if he played i wonder if i met him maybe i you don't know. know you know he, what i mean now he owns a brewery and he didn't we didn't talk much about it other than just getting his ass kicked by him which i thought was funny yeah everybody got their ass kicked <clears> by him said he played like is it center wing right wing something i don't know one of the wing positions he's saying yeah. and he was like oh he's like deacon doing all this cool stuff and just got like cleaned and yeah you can't like, do that yeah like you can't pretend you're good there yeah. well that's just not a good <clears throat> like it's that kind of stuff is a little bit showing off but it's not actually it's not good hockey yeah. you know i didn't like, know what deking was you gotta keep to explain it, it to you me. gotta keep it simple <laughs> like it's okay to have like a move yeah but if you do nine moves in a row you're gonna get your ass put on the ice so are you telling me the mighty ducks weren't doing it right is that right. what you're trying to say yes yes i am you're gonna say that also the mighty ducks uh <laughs> i don't know if i i'm sure i told you before but we did uh, it on the show you yeah. showed the the third mighty ducks yeah, yeah all they the did. stuff they went through they did at shattuck st mary's but i'm just sad that you're gonna try to tell me the mighty ducks were too showy too showy yeah they want hot dogs they want <laughs> so they're pretty good <laughs> they want. oh god yeah so i wanted to bring that up i thought you'd think that was cool yeah Very interesting um god damn it's hot out there it is mighty. i i was outside most of the day yesterday mm-hmm and by by like four o'clock, my body was just ready to shut down. I was like sweating perfume. I peed like once all day and I drank like a gallon and a half of water. Jesus. It was just oppressive. And I got a at 3 a.m. My phone popped up with an alert that we've got a heat heat warning or heat advisory or something from like right now until eight o'clock tomorrow. So, uh, hope you're in the AC or in the lake. I think it's easy to see why people talk the difference between like moisture in the air, hot and dry heat mm-hmm. is like, cause you can like feel it really weighing down on you today. It's yeah. like heavy. It is it's strange. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting here. It's actually <clears throat> somewhat cool cause we're in a basement, but, uh, man, I, I'm, I still feel like. I'm sweating a little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of moisture. I've never really understood that when people are like, oh, it's like, no, there's dry Just heat. The humidity. And there's like yeah. humidity and it's like, eh, it's hot. Right. And yeah. then, but today you can actually feel like, the humidity. The sun. There's actually, the, so <clears throat> for sports, um, the, the measurement we use is not, we don't even use temperature. We use a measure that was developed for the Marine Corps. Um, and that is the, uh, wet bulb globe temperature. And it's, it combines, um, the sun, the humidity, the wind and the temperature all together. And it gives you an index. It's a little bit different than the heat index. And it's a lower number, which kind of throws people off because like, you know, if it's, if it's a wet bulb globe of, you know, 86 mm-hmm. that's really hot that's really hot it's like hotter than just having <clears throat> you know the temperature be 92 and it not be 
And you keep track of that because you, to for, try to prevent heat illness. So <clears throat> be more prepared for like hydration stuff. Is that? Uh, yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's limiting exposure as well. Like there's, there's cutoffs, you know, if it gets above this uh, wet bulb globe temperature, then we do uh, shorter practices. Oh. If it's above this, then we don't go outside at all. Where were you um, in high school when we were doing doubles for football? Well, and there. that's that's why <laughs> that's why there's a big push to try to get more athletic trainers into high schools is because high schools are, you know, we spend a lot of time talking about concussion and I think it's really important. Yeah. But if you want to talk about deaths in athletics, heat illness is like one of the top two. <clears throat> yeah. Right? And it's in concussions, not. Um, concussions are very important, but heat illness, and we do a lot to prevent it, like monitoring the temperature, monitoring hydration, um, limiting exposure, those things, and being prepared that in case somebody does start to have a heat illness episode, that we've got a cool place to remove them to. We've got this thing called a and I found out that we were like early adopters of this because I went and met the people who invented it. And they're like, yeah, we've been around for three years. And I'm like, I think we bought it three years ago. Wow. And, it, and it's called a, a Polar Life Pod. And it's a really neat little thing. It's it's basically like a it's like a vinyl body bag with a hole in it and with a little place for your head to stick out. And you put the person in it and you you know, you have to use a rectal thermometer. To be oh able boy! To, yeah, that's the only that's the only accurate way. So use a rectal thermometer and you run it through that little hole. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sorry, and uh, you know their head. You zip them up. You you dump in like four coolers of ice water, and then you zip them up inside of it Shit, and and agitate it. Well, it is freezing. Oh man! But it's it's saving their life. Yeah. And it's saving them from organ damage. Um, one of the big one of the biggest reasons that people end up with organ damage from heat illness is because they aren't treated properly because everybody thinks that you need to just get them to the hospital as fast as you can. Right. Well, getting them to the hospital as fast as you can, can actually be dangerous in, in this scenario. And this is one of the few where getting them to the hospital and prioritizing that is, can be a problem especially in our setting where we can be prepared with something to treat them on site. And the reason is that if you don't cool them immediately before you transport them, mm -hmm. it <clears throat> keeps their, it lets their organs stay hot longer. So they can start to get liver damage, spleen, like all their inter internal organs start to get cooked um, from the heat. And, you know, that extra 15 minutes that you're transporting them and not treating them by cooling them down that's 15 minutes longer that they're cooking on the inside and causing <clears throat> organ damage. And then when you get them to the hospital, have you ever seen a tub of ice water at the hospital? No. Right. So they're putting in like cold IVs and things like that to try to cool the person down, but it's not as efficient. I mean, it's, it's good, but the best thing is just as soon as possible to get them in a cold water immersion. See, I think so. in school they've, <clears throat> uh, I think I can't remember if it was football, soccer. I thought they threw, they put a kid right in the showers and got him in ice cold water, yep. like yep. just turned it on cold and had him in the shower trying to get him to 
cool off. I don't think he was in danger. Right. You know, I think sometimes kids, well, they don't truly know. Like kids can heat up. I think the problem with kids is some kids overreact and underreact, and I think that's where you're mm-hmm. running the issue. Like some kids, oh, it's, it's okay, true. and they're not okay, and yeah. there's some kids that were okay and you just didn't want to do it but the biggest problem with sports especially like lacrosse football any of these high comp like combat sports where you're hitting each other like there's this ego Mm -hmm. where people don't want to say they're hurt or not feeling well and i think that's when it really comes through so yeah yeah there's that there's like they're trying to be a tough guy yeah that's what i mean just Um, the high ego sports i'm sure soccer has some too I've never played it, but just the ego with, um, I with think, these other guys are I think insane. every sport, there's people that want to be tough guys, <laughs> and there's people who go the other way, where, like, if anything's off by a little bit, they're like, oh, no, something's wrong, <laughs> you know? So let's talk about hockey. There's no overheating in hockey, right? Um, it's pretty cold in there it's usually, right? not common, but it can happen. Really? I've never seen it, but... Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily have to be this weather to get heat illness. Um, you can get heat illness without it being blazing hot. Really? Because you're producing heat just from working that with hard? your body, right? Oh shit! I didn't know that. There's other things the that are external. Yeah, I mean, there's other things that are more likely to happen, mm-hmm. like um, like rhabdomyolysis is is one mm-hmm. of them that you've probably heard of. Like, mm-hmm. you've probably heard of rhabdo people. Mm-hmm. So, like people who do Rhabdo has actually become more common recently with, uh, I believe, I don't know the stats, but I believe more common recently with like CrossFit because when you do uh, kind of more extreme exercise, what what rhabdo is basically like if your muscles tear open, the cells, like not your Mm -hmm. whole muscle ripping, but like the cells can kind of spill their contents if they've been overworked and that like causes this whole sequence of events where um like the parts that are in your cells and your muscle cells get into your bloodstream and then your kidneys are trying to filter out you can get like serious kidney damage um all sorts of stuff if you're doing extreme exercise hard harder workouts than you're used to especially in the heat hmm. um and then you if if you go to the bathroom and it's like <laughs> not the right <laughs> color um drink more and water. you're not feeling good go to the hospital like right away like if if it's like coming out brown if you're, I mean, if you're peeing brown go to the hospital bodybuilders must run into that it happens stuff. yeah bodybuilders crossfitters um <clears throat> football players like it's people who do a workout that's a lot harder than they're used to I, uh, and it's usually really fit guys like I, the guys that I know that have. I mean, it doesn't have to be. But the guys that I know that have had it, I know a couple guys that have had it and they're just super fit guys that were just pushing too much. Jeez, crazy. Rabdo. It's also that's another big one in the military, you know, during basic training and things like that when they're really pushing. Yeah, um, that's a big danger. Crazy, man. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of military, uh, I don't know if I don't know if we got any of our military audience watching, but um, today is today is uh, National Purple Heart Day. Yes, is that what it? I think the county's doing it for a week. Is it? They're going to do it for a week. I think it's a week. Um, So just 
honoring the men and women who have uh, have have been wounded or otherwise and received the the Purple Heart. So it's National Purple Heart Day. So thank you to everybody who's um, served and everybody who's you know all the Purple Heart paid like the price. The ultimate of, like medal, right? Mm-hmm. Crazy. When at the legislature they explained it, it's anyone that was wounded during battle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so thanks to those folks, and um, I just wanted to uh, mention that the uh, the county veteran services is looking for uh, volunteers. So I don't have all the information on it, but I saw a I saw a note come out that um, they were trying to get more volunteers to help with transporting um, veterans with disabilities to their doctor appointments. So if you're like looking for something to help, if you want to be able to help some folks who've helped us in our community, you're looking, you know, even if you just want to commit, you know, one day a month or something like that, get in contact with the Yates County Veteran Services and let them know that uh you want to help out with with uh transporting some veterans to their doctor's appointments because that's a it's a big need in our community right now yeah it is it's huge i wonder uh <clears throat> where um most people when they think of it i you know it's you're not dealing with like i, I think it, some people have the stigma that you might be dealing with people that may be like these are these are all like decent guys and that you're dealing with veterans when you're driving them they have good conversations like listen to what the guy talks about that drives them i forget it's uh george right george george rhodes is is he what do you what do you get he's the one that ha- that's running the thing for the county right um i don't think i think it's phil is it oh phil, phil I think it's Phil Ruin. Phil Ruin, sorry. I don't I got him mixed up there. Yeah. But uh they tell some stories about about this stuff and it's pretty cool. So about some of the drives and listening to stories and hanging out with the guys in the car. So I mean it could be both of those guys. Yeah. I'm not I can't remember exactly who uh I saw who heads up the program for the county the, now. Let me see if I can find let me see if I can find really quick the actual note from veteran services um so that we can show phil is the he's the head of veteran services yes yeah they might both be involved there might be more people involved yeah um but let me see if i can find i thought i saw a flyer i don't want to give any wrong info here we go all right volunteers so volunteers needed yates county veteran services if you are interested here's what you can do um they need help with the veteran transportation program yates county veteran services office has an urgent need urgent for new drivers to drive disabled veterans from our region to their medical appointments if you can donate one or two days a month to provide transportation to one of our hometown heroes, please contact the Veteran Services Office. 
The ability to access medical appointments is critical to maintaining the best possible quality of life for our local veterans. For those who don't have someone who can transport them to appointments, this service can become a literal lifeline by ensuring our veterans see their physicians and get their treatments they require. Um, and if you want to help, um, you can call them at 315-536-5196 or email uh, veterans at yatescounty.org. Thanks, Phil. And I am just going to, let's see, I'm going to put that on the screen. Oh, maybe. Show. Bam. Boom. All right. So, <clears throat> edit that. so anyway, so if you're interested, uh, that's not us. I don't want to like, I don't want people to think I'm part of the Veterans edit. of Yates County. Let's see. Call. Uh, all right here we go fast to typing man oh i'm i'm a typer holy shit all right can i how do i okay save and post all right there we go so i'm going to leave that up on the screen uh to volunteer to help local veterans contact in case you're listening and not watching um yates county veteran services you can google them and find it on the internet or you can call 315 Five three six five one nine six, or email veterans at yatescounty.org. So um, let's. I know we've got. I know we've got some veterans that watch. I know we've got some uh, folks that that are interested in helping the community that watch. So and listen. So um, if you're able to give a day or two, uh, go ahead and give a day or two and get in contact with Veteran Services. They even put that on the ad, and like once or twice a month is more than helpful. So, yeah, that yeah. would be, I mean, pretty cool. It's yeah. not that much to ask. I mean, I know for, for people who are working full time, it might be tough to pick a weekday or, but there might even be, I don't, I don't know all the details. There might be a need for weekends as well. I'm assuming that some of that stuff happens on, you know, on weekends. Um, I think that's one of the main problems you run into is that it's mostly weekdays yeah. and usually it's during people's work day, right? The, you know, the eight to five is when the doctor appointments are going Monday yep. through Friday. So, but I know yeah. folks, but I know folks so. who, um, you know, who are on disability, but that could volunteer here. Yeah. I know folks who, um, are retired that might be interested in volunteering. I know people who have a little bit more flexibility in their work schedule that might be interested in volunteering. So if you're one of those people, if you're available, if you know if you're able to get away from your job one day a month um this would be something that you could do to help out i'm sure it wouldn't be i don't you know sometimes it's just a trip to you know just a five to ten minute trip you know right just it's not a super long trip i think they do sometimes go far to like geneva or something but i think it's pretty close by some of them i mean some of them i i don't know all the details but i do know that you know, some of the trips are a little bit longer, you know, sometimes a lot of our specialists are are going to be maybe Rochester. Yeah. Um, I know the nearest, I think the nearest VA maybe is in Canadagua. Bath. 
Yeah, Canandaigua and Bath are about the same yeah. distance, right? They're probably right around the same. Yeah. yeah. So I think either one of them. I know I hear about a lot um, of the guys going to the Bath VA. So that's one that always. Well, pops especially up. especially probably from your area. Yeah. That, that's a little bit closer to Bath. But yeah, I mean, that's the crazy thing with our county is you can get some parts of it. You can be right up to Canada. I mean, I don't think people know how far Yates County goes. Oh, yeah. You can get where you're a 10 minute drive to Canada. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. And you can get pretty close to Bath, too. And it's still about 15 minute drive. But yeah, kind of close. So and let's see. What was the other thing? Yeah. So uh, that's not the only that's not the only program that needs volunteers either. If you want something a little bit more exciting. Um, I, I know that there has recently, and I'm, I'm assuming still been a, a need for drivers for uh, the ambulance company as well. Yeah. So if that's something that you're willing to do a little bit of training and learn how to drive an ambulance, you might even be able to, you might even get to speed from time to time. <laughs> I think you can speed if you, you have might the lights get to on, speed. right? So I don't know how that works. I think you got to put run the lights and the sirens. We'll but I think a... you might be able to speed a little bit and get away with it. So um, if you want a little <laughs> bit more adrenaline flowing, and you want to again you'd be able to help save some lives, um, that's that's a thing that you can do. And you don't have to be an EMT. You don't have to be a paramedic. Um, sometimes, you know, they can. If in order for an ambulance to be able to go on a call, they have to have like. Uh, I want to say two EMTs and a driver. and a driver, yeah. and so they ha- they have to have that driver. Maybe it's even one EMT. I'm not sure what the exact requirement is, but if they don't have that driver as part of the team, yep. then it's like, sorry, we're we have to wait for a driver. And so if we can um, kind of help out with with even that, if you don't want to do all the medical training, if you don't feel comfortable with with being in charge of providing care for people um, you can still be a big help um, just by driving and so. on your volunteer form don't put i'm just looking to speed uh probably i might glance over you i've got so. the need the, the need <laughs> for speed you imagine that's how you get people to volunteers like uh how many speeding tickets do you have listen this is your one opportunity okay <laughs> you'll be allowed to speed <laughs> you'll be allowed to speed Oh, in very specific situations. You know, talking about speeding, that's an interesting topic of when is fast too fast? It's like, I mean, how many times have you drove by a police officer and you're doing 10 miles per hour over and you're like, yeah, and they, then they don't care. And then other times you'll be driving like five and you'll have a guy whip out and it's just like, All right. I wish there was more of a standard. And like, I tried to ask a cop once and he's like, well, the speed limit's 55. Yeah. And I'm like, right. He's like, so, uh, so how fast can I go? He's like 55. 55. Yeah. That's like where they get you. And there's, well, that's the speed limit. Yeah. You got to go 55. I use the cruise. Did you notice by the way that they changed the speed limit on 54? It's like a trap now. When? So like, I don't know when, but very within the past couple of weeks for sure. So when you go out of town south on 54 out of Penyan, mm-hmm. I'd heard a lot of complaints from the people right at the edge of town that they wanted to be 40 uh, for that little bit. Mm-hmm. And there was all this resistance from the state to do it because it meets the requirements to be 55. Well, so sure enough, I'm driving out there and the speed limit is 50. So, like, right when you get to the edge of town, it's 50 until you get, like, 
past the golf course and then it goes up to 55 but like that first bit is 50 that's a huge speed trap area because when you're yeah. first coming into Penyon as well it goes to 35 30 no it goes right to 30 is was it is it not why am i thinking it was like 35 then to 30 or something isn't there like a weird speed bump area maybe not i don't know i'll have to double check again and actually open my eyes and pay attention i don't think so yeah, I could be wrong. I could be off. I thought it's it was... on the way from the college. It goes to 40 and then to 30. Does it? Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. There must There's somewhere where I know it just gets all kinds of wonky. Yeah. And then there's certain parts where no one follows the rules. 50 miles an hour, though, is the most bullshit speed limit. <laughs> because it's like the only way that you... If you make the speed limit 50, you can guarantee that like everybody's going to speed. Because they're 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 gonna think that it's fifty five, even though they right. see fifty. Like it's not low enough for people to actually even bother to to lower their speed. When you're going up by soldiers and sailors, you know, where it's thirty and then it turns into fifty five. I don't think I've seen anybody drive thirty up there. No. Everyone drives fifty five. Yeah. That thing is just like a launch pad. Yep. People are gone. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Cop must love sitting there. Just oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We're going to nail at least 10 people today. For sure. <laughs> and that's just in an hour. Well, and that's the thing is that's where you see the police sit, too. It's like they always sit right in those areas where it's like a speed limit that doesn't seem like it should be. <laughs> it's like there's no way this should be 30, but it is. When I was a kid, and I was driving with a what's the license you can only drive to work and school with. I don't know, like a restricted. Yeah, it's like the the kids like like the. Yeah. Anyways, like if it's it was like an age limit. It's like if you're under eighteen or something, you could only drive until nine o'clock. Yeah, it was like pretty strictly enforced. Unless you were coming back from work. Yeah, and I remember we were like coming back from a fair, and I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go really slow. So I don't get in trouble. I got pulled over by a cop because I was doing like 49 in a 55 going past Lane Yamaha. Like he pulled me over. He's like, uh, is everything okay? And I'm like, uh-huh. And he like checked my license and seen I was driving out of like whatever. And he's like, will you just do the speed limit? And I go, uh-huh. uh-huh. And, yeah. <laughs> and he goes, okay, have a good day. And yeah. like, he did not care. I just remember thinking like it was the end of the world. I was going to get well, he, caught driving. He, he probably knew that he, well, he he probably knew two things. He probably knew that you would just pay the fine. Yeah. Like a scared little kid. And he probably also knew that he didn't have probable cause to pull you over because going five miles under the speed limit <laughs> is not. Uh, it is, looks is not, weird, though. Like but it's going not, that slow. It's it like, does look weird, yeah. but it's not reasonable suspicion. Like it's <laughs> not reasonable suspicion. You have Crazy. to like either be speeding or be going way slow way slow i've ran across some of those way slow people oh yeah and it's always this like guy he's like as close to the wheel as he can get Uh and he's got on this huge hat like a fisherman's hat (laughs) and he's always driving as close as he can and i'm like okay grandpa come on i saw a guy that i know driving he always drives really slow Mm -hmm. between here and the college he always drives really slow but one day he was driving like 55, but he was driving on the shoulder all the way to the college. Okay. Interesting. Like he wasn't in the lane. <laughs> the no lane just. He should not be driving. 
is there you should not be driving is there a limit on age where you should have to retest this is going to be a hot topic um should not should have to retest for your license to drive no no, no. just allow it. you should just follow the rules and if you can't follow the rules you know i mean i'm you know how i am with rules but like there's certain rules that you you need to be able to follow and if you can't drive appropriately then maybe we need to like if you've made a violation then maybe we make a retest i was thinking like but not know, just because you're a certain age i was thinking like 80 might be a decent age yeah but i know people that are 40 that can't fucking drive yeah but it's not from health issues right but they still shouldn't be on <laughs> yeah. the road yeah right. like that's the thing is like yeah. Can you drive or can't you drive? If you can't drive, then we should retest you. Because the reason for being 16 is your mental cognitive functioning skills, right? You know, they don't think you're Mm. mature enough mentally to. I think it's arbitrary. I'm not even. Yeah. I can't even go there because I just don't. I I think that that's kind of. When do you think you should be able to start driving? When you're able to do it. Like 10. Like proficiently. Like. Like anything, you should just have to be proficient. And um, I don't know. I mean, in certain ways, you need to be able to. You need to be able to do all the things that you would need to be able to do as a driver. So can, can you, you see, need to be proficient at driving, but you also need to like if you have an accident, you need to be able to handle that appropriately as well. Can you see a twelve-year-old girl all hopped up on Duncan and like forty freaking Twizzlers driving a car late to school. They used to do it. Be a nightmare. <laughs> like there wasn't a minimum eight. It used to be kids that were driving. Like back when cars first came out, they'd uh, like have kids drive all the time. <laughs> There's probably a lot of accidents back then. Well yeah. Yeah. But they weren't moving very fast. That's true. So Yeah. It was fast to them though, which they're flying. Oh yeah. They're like, oh shit. I'm going fast. You ever read The Great Gatsby? <laughs> no. Dude, uh, it's fucked up. This fly is gonna die. I, no, it's too fast. <laughs> it's too agile. <laughs> he like fucks with me, fucks with me. He's like, he's these flies are unbelievable. <laughs> it's like, just the one fly, but it's like it moves too fast. He's slowly like I can just feel like my anger bar <laughs> is like slowly getting up over this fly. <laughs> starting to starting to piss me off. All right, yeah, flies. Read great guys. Did you have to read it because of college or high school? High school. High school. Okay. But there's a, there's a scene where um, somebody's driving drunk and just like hits this woman and it and tears her breast off. Tears like, her breast off. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty graphic. Uh, what what is that? Is that the 30s or 40s? Their 20s. 20s. It's during. I mean, it's during prohibition, so it's you know between. But those cars probably moved pretty good. Uh, yeah, at least know. 40. Yeah, yeah, probably 30 or 40. Yeah, yeah. dang, man. yeah, enough to to be dangerous. <laughs> yeah, imagine the first person that got up to like 50 in a car, they must have thought they were like, Oh, yeah, seriously, well, flying. You know, about um, Glenn Curtis, yeah, yeah, we've all been to the music, fastest man on earth, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy that there's something like that in Hammondsport. Do you ever see the like the videos of him riding that motorcycle? I don't think I've seen like the pictures and stuff. I've never seen a video. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Like land, like he'd lay out straight on it <laughs> instead of sitting on it. What a wild man! Yeah, yeah. If you went to, did you guys go see it when you were in 
no school no it's too oh. far like it wasn't even a thing for us oh yeah if you went to school around here everyone's been there like went on a class trip so i just used to love like the there's his is there a b52 bomber that they painted with the like weird like shark face the one that's down there yeah i you know what i'm talking about do i remember do. as a kid that i just loved i was like i want plane yeah. like that's like the biggest coolest thing there like all the guys loved it it just looked like yeah that's war that's what we're here for so we've already talked on the show about how you uh don't like to fly yeah yeah uh-huh so i just for anybody out there that's considering flying I, i've found out recently that for like eight to ten thousand dollars over the course of a couple of years you can uh become licensed as a pilot you can get trained and like go through the whole thing to become licensed as a pilot for like, I used to think that that was just an outrageous amount of money that like, I'd never like, you know, but, um, eight to $10,000. If you were meant like, to fly, you'd have wings over the course so of a couple knows. of years. That's like, it's not that bad. Like that's like 300 bucks a month. You could paraglide for free. You just jump from somewhere high. Yeah. 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 Well, and the other thing, so you can also, um, you can fly an ultralight, which I've been very interested in. If I had a place that I could take off and land, um, you can fly an ultralight without a license at all. What the hell's an ultralight? So an ultralight, let me just make sure I get the numbers right. But it's essentially like it's any aircraft that is, it can only seat one person. Okay. It has a maximum capacity of five gallons of fuel. It has a how far are you going to get in five gallons? Maximum speed of fifty-five miles per hour, and it can't weigh more than like uh, maybe two hundred and fifty-six pounds. I think. Five gallons isn't going to get you very far. Is um, it? no, and that's the point. I think, like, they want to really limit it, but. Oh, look, they, they increased the, uh, oh, that's Europe. In Europe, it can be 992 pounds. One or two seat fixed wing wow. aircraft. Oh, one of those deals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They have like a propeller, right? But to do it without a license, it can only seat one person. Yeah, they can have a propeller. There's also a thing called an auto gyro. Let's see what the United States requirement is. So United States ultralight is 254 pounds as off by two um, you can only fly during daylight hours no license five gallons of fuel can only go 55 knots okay so that's can 64 you miles an hour somebody fly by you on with that thing the thing is insane looking oh yeah may oh. only be flown over unpopulated areas and then light sport aircraft you have to have a sport pilot certificate and that's that can be up to thirteen hundred pounds or fourteen hundred and thirty for seaplanes, and you know you you get a little bit more leeway there. The interesting thing that I found out with the ultralight is that if you make it amphibious, if you make it so that it can land on the water, the flotation part of it doesn't count toward the weight. Oh, sweet. Okay, but it can be part of the frame. So like. You can basically, if you make it so it lands on water, you can cheat a little bit on the weight. So you want to make one of those things? I thought about it. Why? 
I've seen people with those. Because I want to fly. The powered paragliders. Yeah. Like, I've watched a kid on YouTube that does it. So that's also considered an ultralight, as long as it seats one person and fits all those requirements. The other thing that you can do that is like that can count as an ultralight, anything can count as an ultralight, as long as it meets those requirements. So the other thing that I've been really interested in is uh, called an auto gyro. Is it like an auto euro maker? Hang out in the video. Let's see. No, Safest aircraft. It's not safe. 17 minutes. No, let's go for the four minute version. Dude, what is that thing? Yeah, it's safe because it only goes five feet in the air. <laughs> let's go. He's just rolling. Rolling down. Okay, let's get let's get a little bit closer. All right. So so the actual the propeller that's up above is not powered. It's got a propeller behind that like pushes it forward, but the propeller on top that looks like it's powered, that just spins freely. But that's what lifts you. Why do they call it the safest? Because I don't know if they'll show it, but essentially, if it loses power, it'll just like the propeller will still keep spinning and just like you'll just slowly descend to earth, like straight down. Like you won't go forward, but you'll just slowly land. Uh, like that's how you land as you stop going forward and it just probably safer slowly. than that crotch rocket. Oh, yeah. Except for. <laughs> I wouldn't want to ride next to that. No. Get your freaking head taken off. He can. He doesn't have to get so close. I think there's an auto gyro in one of the Bond movies. I think James Bond flies one in one of the Bond movies. You'll have to put this link in the comments for people to watch this thing. Just Google. Just Google video of auto gyro. And you'll find it. It's pretty neat. It's just like a little frame. The guy's sitting on it. It's got a propeller that looks like a helicopter propeller, but that's not powered. It's got another propeller behind it that pushes it forward, and that's the one that's under power. Jeez, he's dive bombing this freaking crotch rocket. <laughs> Why does he keep dive bombing? I don't know. This, this crotch, crotch rocket, rocket guy's like, okay. <laughs> The thing is, is that crotch rocket could just lose that thing in a second. I'm um, sure. Yeah, prop. Well, except yeah. for he has to follow the road. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Is he going to land? What are we doing here? Why is he just following? This is ridiculous. What oh. the hell? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was landing at that speed. I was like, this guy's insane. No, wild. Are they not going to show him land? They're not going to show him land. He's finally done harassing this motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so that idea. that like you can do that without a license as long as it fits those criteria of being like less than fifty five miles an hour, less than five gallons of fuel. No thanks. Less than two hundred and fifty four pounds. No no license <laughs> oh at all. God. And I you, mean it looked like a blast. I'm sure that guy was having and the they time can, of his life. They can take off in a relatively short distance. And the neat thing would be that you could land the thing is you could land pretty much anywhere as long as you've got enough room for the propellers that's true because you but then the thing would be like wherever you land being able to like get uh, going because it looked like he had to like walk it to get it to speed 
they usually it's so I don't know about that one, but a lot of them I've seen they just have like two wings on the propeller mm-hmm. on the top one, so like they can go right in line with it, so it can actually be pretty narrow, and they can like I saw this one guy cruising like down a path through the woods to get to an open field, and then just like taking off in this field. Huh. It's pretty neat. Interesting. That's it's a pretty, pretty cool, cool thing. It was. Uh, so you should watch it. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it's you guys neat... want to see something interesting. Check There's... out one where they actually explain the function too, because it's pretty. It's just neat physics. The one with the kid that does the the one contraption there, uh, the powered paraglider. Yeah. Like he'll just like take off from his farm and go to a McDonald's and stuff. It's just crazy yeah. to watch. Like. Yeah, you don't have to have any license uh, or anything for that. Which fly. is it's amazing. Yeah. It's insane. But I don't know. I've I've still thought about just getting a pilot's license. <laughs> be able to fly. Yeah. But then just think about like I like Irene's family out on like if I could get in with a with an airport out there and be able to like fly from here to Long Island. You could get trained by the my old waitress at the restaurant that's what she does oh is that right uh oh geez i can't remember her name you remember who she is right her husband was a pilot as well um i don't know which one you're talking about she had short red hair um i forget it's like i I keep wanting to say oh it's like dana remember that's what it is yeah 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 all right uh, anyway, <laughs> anyways, you know somebody that can do it. So yeah, well, if you, so the Penyan Flying Club or whatever. Okay. Yeah. So the Penyan Flying Club, um, you basically they they say you know it could be you know eight thousand dollars minimum because you only have to f- fly. You have to do like your your ground training, mm-hmm. but then for the actual flight time, I think they rent the plane. They rent the plane and they you pay the instructor and it's you have to do like 40 hours of actual flight time. And the instructor is like 40 bucks an hour and the plane is like, uh, I want to say like it's either 55 or like 155. No. I don't know her. Don't yeah, know her. she she served here for like a year. Hmm. Anyways, she, yeah, she's the one that does that in Penyan. Hmm. She teaches people how to fly. That's cool. Yeah, I have but, a number. But you just, you basically so. just, you pay for the instructor and you pay for the plane, and it includes the fuel. And uh, you know, and apparently you can you can pay like it's six hundred bucks a year or something to be part of the club, uh-huh. but you can pay like a one month fee, and then during that month you can fly like two lessons during that month where you actually are flying. And then if you change your mind, then you don't have to keep on with it. But if you go past that, then you pay the rest of the year fee. No, thanks, Phil. No, you don't want to do no. it. So I don't know. Anybody wants to learn how to fly. You uh, and Phil can go fly together. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can fly together. Yeah. Come fly. Yes, he top the t- second Top Gun movie comes out and all of a sudden Phil wants to be a pilot. Top Gun three. <laughs> He's seen the guys on the beach We're shirtless. Ready for Top Gun, He's like, Top Gun that's got to be me. Yep. I got to do I it. I play volleyball shirtless all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meant to fly. So uh, we might as well get to the point of our description, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Market time. We haven't even hit that. We're and most of the way in. in. Yep. Yeah. Um, so did you see 
what the government signed in about uh, government trading. Did they do something? Just a little bit of something. They did a, a little something. Um, oh, geez. I can't find it now. Uh, I know they've been talking about it. I didn't know they actually did anything. Yeah, there's like a bill that came up. I don't know if, oh, when it's Yeah, but Nancy Pelosi's like squashing it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like it's big news right now. So, um it would basically is it the one that would basically make it so that uh lawmakers couldn't directly trade stocks? Yes. It probably them and their family as well. You know, it's it's interesting how well her husband does, Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul. Um, I can't find it now. Who's so? It was just a. It was an article I read, and they were saying that they're trying to try to jam Pelosi on stock trading ban. There yeah. it is. That's where it is. Yeah. I think that's what I was reading. This one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's well known that Pelosi and her husband always win on the stock market, and they never lose. You told you were the one that told me about having a app that follows yeah what her husband does yeah because <laughs> he always wins in the stock market yeah. so and he he just won a whole bunch on the uh, chips bill that you know he happened to make a purchase of I want to say like Nvidia or something yeah it was Nvidia and I think a it was shit Nvidia ton of money like like twenty thousand shares of Nvidia. <laughs> For, which was sell, trading it was over a hundred dollars a share at the point yeah. yeah and then um at the time that we were talking about it, it was like 184 dollars or something Holy shit. yeah so uh all on the fact that he bought it and <laughs> and probably also on the fact that they passed this chips bill which is a massive corporate handout i mean it's like people bitch about People, I, I, I just can't get it. People bitch so much about, um, you know, big businesses, about billionaires wanting to have more taxes on the rich and things like that. And then they take this company that made like billions and billions of dollars last year and they want to give like just that company like 20 billion dollars. And out of, I want to say like, what was what did they end up passing for the Chips Act? I want to say it was like seventy-eight billion dollars. And Nvidia is not an American company, or is it? Well, so that's the tricky part, right? So um, Nvidia, it, it, like the concept of being an American company, has kind of changed, right? So, like Nvidia, it's uh, where you do the majority of your uh, production. Right, that's your country. So they're, I believe they're based in America. Yeah. Like their owners are American, I believe. But then you've got, so like this isn't, the, the thing that people don't know is that this is not the first time that we've given out major handouts to microchip manufacturers to try to keep them in the United States. And at the end of the day, this is extortion to try to keep, it's extortion from those manufacturers saying well if you give us billions of dollars then we'll stay in america and otherwise we'll probably go to china and like there's a lot of problems with going to china right now especially because you know 
I, I know we talked a little bit before, but you know, their military budget is essentially paid for by the interest on our debt to China <laughs> and make no mistake. Like we're not on the same side. Uh, you know, I wish that we were, but they are not going to be friendly with us at the end of the day. The only reason they're probably still friendly to us right now is because we owe them so much money and they think that we're good debt. Oh, I think they, we are good debt. So <laughs> they're like a good bookie, man. Just keep, keep making them payments. Well, but the problem is, is the Chinese market right now is, have you seen the Alibaba going, going down, right? It's bad. Yeah. I think for the past couple of months they've been having, I think partly like the same reason everybody else is down. And I know everybody says that it's because everybody has different reasons why they think it's down. I think most people have the majority of the same reason is that it's a recession with inflation is what the main key point. Everyone, if but, you read any article, cause, that's the, in the article somewhere. But the cause of it, though, the cause of the recession, oh, right, the well, cause of the inflation. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, we talk about the Fed. We talk about how they printed trillions of dollars way too much money um during since covid has started and that's a major issue but that doesn't necessarily explain the downturn of economies throughout the world and i think that you know it's it's a big part of why we're experiencing what we're experiencing here but in addition to that you got to look at things like the supply chain and and, and what's going on with like how hard it is to get ships like from port to port you got to look at the Jones Act a little bit, which makes it so that um, only U.S. flagships can fly or that can uh, sail between multiple U.S. ports. Um, and you've got to look at um, all the shutdowns, all the all the lockdowns. Right. I mean, you think that's not going to add up over time, but here it is. I mean, we've we've made it so that we've artificially limited supply. We've artificially limited everything for years now. But and then there and was you think a, that's not going to have an impact on inflation? There's a huge spike in consumer spending. Like it was massive well, there was. for a while, which there was, was. Just like because everybody had the money that was given to and them. It wasn't that much but money, it, and it wasn't real though. I don't know? get understand how. If you are people on that much on the edge of being middle income, that if you give them twelve hundred dollars, they have a lot of money. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Really. Some of them are. It's just crazy to think that twelve hundred dollars can be like, oh, I'm gonna buy a brand new TV. Like, if if you give most people twelve hundred dollars, they're gonna spend it immediately. It's just crazy to think like. It, it's that much of a surplus for somebody to just i put mine in the stock market yeah That's what I, I, did with mine. I was like oh I'll just throw it in there and let I, it play i think i'm pretty financially literate but we're talking into mine what do you mean oh right yeah this yeah, this yeah, is my yeah. stimulus i get what you're saying yeah we're we're sitting here talking into my stimulus right yeah so yeah I mean, I don't know. I just I, I just saw it as look, I've still got my income. Right. So this is like cream cheese. <laughs> right. And that no, but everyone has that. But the thing is, is how all of a sudden everyone felt like they had a lot of money. Mm -hmm. That's what like it just felt like to me is that bit of a surplus was like, oh, we're 
Well, they also got yeah, spending money here. The the um the unemployment bonuses as well because Ooh, a lot huge. of people were a lot of people were forced into unemployment by the government and then they were given I forgot about that like $600 a week more than they were ever making on top of what their unemployment was. Yeah. So that was a pretty big deal and that that was a lot of the spending I think. I wish I got that. That we all do. Yeah. That would like, have been sweet. That would for I had to work. for most people who were getting that they were making more money. Damn. Yeah. Not working than they were working. That's right. I forgot about that. That explains where yeah. cuz the consumer purchases were just flying. Yeah. Like what people were spending money on was yeah. insane. And well, it's going to come back to bite some people here soon. It is right now. I have a feeling we're in trouble soon. No, it is so. right now. It's happening. And and some of the biggest victims and I don't want to like victims isn't really the right word. But some of the people that are being impacted the most right now are actually the major corporations like Walmart, because people, you know, when you order something, it ha like they have to have predicted that like six months ahead for you to be able to get it in two days. The to have it in the like, stock. Say, yeah, like say you want these sunglasses today, like yeah. they have to have stocked enough sunglasses for you to be able to buy those. Right. So they have to predict, okay, look, we're going to sell, uh, you know, a hundred million pairs of sunglasses this year. Well, then all of a sudden it was like all the stuff that people wanted for inside their home for not going out, like to make their home more comfortable. They're like, Oh, well we need to stock up on that. <laughs> At first yeah. there was a shortage. Yeah. And so everybody was buying it and there wasn't enough of it. And then paper they finally caught up and they're like, okay, well, we've got all this stuff. And then, you know, they were allowed to go outside again. And so they were like, okay, well, now I don't need a bike anymore. Now I need this other thing. Like I need to be able to have something for my car, you know, whatever. I need a car now. So now we've got a shortage of cars. Um, and, and, and now cars, cars are through the roof and chips for cars. And so all that stuff's through the roof. Right. And so like, but you know what we've got a whole bunch of all the shit that you need to be able to stay home is filling warehouses. <laughs> like all, all the stuff that people were ordering a lot of finally, like they caught up to manufacturing and people don't need it anymore. Well, it sounds like they're going to be lowering the prices and putting them on sale very soon. They have been. <laughs> yeah. No, like, like Walmart doesn't have room for all the, all the stuff that people liked during the pandemic. I can't believe the deal you found on that smokeless uh, thing at Aldi's. Yeah. What are, what's that thing called? So those, it's like a solo stove. That thing was, that was a hell of a deal. Except it's like the knockoff version. Yeah, it doesn't matter for that price. That and was way worth it. they usually, for the size that I've got, they usually go for like 400 bucks and I got it for 100. Crazy. Yeah. And you all can, I had to do is wait a week. You can just see that the demand is like dropping. The thing I'm worried about is People started overpaying for houses. Yes. Like way overpaying. They're outrageous. And the average house in New York state is like $430,000 right now. As soon as this recession hits. So, when, and here's the thing. It doesn't overpaying makes your monthly payment high, but it mm -hmm. does something that most people don't think about. It hurts your debt to uh, like, capital ratio because now all of a sudden your house is worth eight hundred thousand 
but you bought a $1.7 million house. So credit card companies look at this. So if you're trying to get a loan to help pay, right. Some of you, you'll never get a credit card loan with that. Mm-hmm. And then if, if you're underwater, if you lose your job, you're in trouble, but everyone knows that obviously the next part is, is your taxes. You just raise your taxes. Like people think, Oh no, yeah. your tax is done by assessed value. Right. Yeah. Your assessed value goes up with your purchase price. Yes. So now all of a sudden, uh, you're putting yourself in another bracket of taxes where you were that house, they were paying seven hundred fifty, eight hundred thousand dollars a year. Now they're paying one point five million in value. It's a, it's crazy. I the way these people, some people put themselves in these things are nuts. There's so I was looking up. I'm always looking at houses, and so in Yates County right now. Let me filter this more. I feel like that Sisson Road property's been there forever. It well, it's just an empty lot that's overpriced. Yeah, just like always there <laughs> every time you look. Where's the price filter? Oh, there we go. Price. I mean, look at that house, two hundred eighty-five thousand for that. So we're gonna say, look at look at the filter only goes down to five hundred thousand now. So let's say a quarter million dollars. So in Yates County right now, there are only, including like non non-realtor listings so agent listings there's only 25 in yates county um and there's only nine non-agent listings in yates county so that's 34 total homes for sale under a quarter million dollars one's on the lake look at that this one yeah that's on seneca lake yeah it's 672 square feet for two hundred thousand. yeah look at look at it (laughs) It's like that door. It's like a shed. <laughs> oh, it's not straight at all. I don't know what the hell is going on there. But that's I would have left thing. that picture out. Look, they, well, they took a closer one. Uh, They're like, here, look at the door closer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're gonna want to see that up close. Oh no! But like, it, it's a shed with a toilet. Yeah. And look is. at the dot. Like it's oh, it's no. in rough shape. Two hundred thousand dollars, but it's on the lake, so you know whatever. Um, a, a four point nine acre lot for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It's not on the lake. It's 4. got a view of the lake. Nine. Will you click on that and see if it has like septic or well on it? it has to for that price. Let's see. Uh, it has engineered septic plans. Oh, plans that cost. And the survey is completed. All corner pins in place. Invisible well with well report on file. So there is a well. And it gets two and a half gallons per minute. At 106 feet deep. That's good. Uh, do not wait for subdivision approval. This parcel exists as its own taxable parcel today. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want to spend $150,000 to have something that doesn't have doesn't a house on it. doesn't have a septic on it for that. No septic and no house. They're thinking that septic plans are worth that money. Somebody's going to, I mean, somebody... Well, there's a reason that this has been listed for so long. We'll just say that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like their idea is that you're going to be into it for probably $350,000 or more. 400, you know, maybe $400,000. To build a house on that, you're talking 500000 by the time you're all said and done. Yeah. And it's not on the lake. So good you, luck. You Cal. can see it. 
You can see it. You can see it. <laughs> you can see the water. <laughs> Fucking insane. Pardon my it French, but crazy. That's insane. It was crazy. And then you go down. I a think a couple Barrington houses. Look at that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think the best for its money right now. That's not a bad house. That middle is, six one. I think this one's probably the best deal for the money right now. Quarter mill. It's got a, a attached garage. It's got a nice little deck. Ooh, that deck doesn't look very safe though. Um. You don't think so? Mm. What what doesn't look it's not safe supported about it? out to the edge, which you is know? never a good thing. Uh, it's cantilever, isn't it? Uh, where? Like, isn't it? And then into the house. Mm, yeah, but there's still no. That's not enough support out there. And those you think are, it should go all the way out. To they the should corners. have had six by sixes instead of four by fours. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those that is not to code. Oh no. So not well. Good. Anyways, we can keep going down. It was built but, in 1970. Uh, you got a little lake view there. You got a little lake view. You got it's it's you know nice deck. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's a, a nice, nice looking nice house in the outside. Yeah, nice nice looking house. It's quarter million dollars, which is a lot of money. That the color of that deck is goddamn ugly. Yeah, that green. It is what it is. I mean, it matches the ugly house, but <laughs> like lake view, and you, you it's like a two tiered property. So like up above, you can see the lake too. Look at that. It's pretty neat, Would but you look uh, at it? just look at it. Interesting, but it's like a half acre. The people probably putting these listings are, are all of our friends that are in real estate. <laughs> They're all like, "Thanks, guys, we appreciate." It. <laughs> it's true, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think for for bang for the buck, that's probably the best deal in Yates County today. You think so? I thought the one above it was a better house. That one. What this one? Yeah, um, that looks like a nice house. Yeah, but no, sturdy. Oh, I guess that has a lake view. Nice, sturdy But house. it's not like near the lake. Yeah, screw it. Who cares? Less mosquitoes. It does look like a little bit nicer build. Yeah, it's that a, looks like a know, nice. Look at the basement. Look at concrete. Yeah. It's got a walkout. I mean, the other one has a walkout too, but the roof looks in better shape. Nice little circular drive or whatever the hell you call it. Yeah, that's not a bad house. That's a nice looking garage. Yeah. A little two car. That. That, a, that one looks good to me, man. Plus a workshop. Oh, look at that garage. That sells it for me. Yeah. I would I would like to have that garage. I just Ooh, don't have I just don't have a quarter million. Interior is ugly. A little little Yeah. <laughs> We're looking at stuff that no one can see. We're just I like wonder, commenting. What what could you do? You just maybe if you just uh change got, the color of the got paint. that entire thing you know what the hell's just... that kitchen nook that is ugly. i don't was this this like yeah weird this, shaped counter that's a weird ass <laughs> house man and they've got a i don't know like looks like they got a dog which is cool if you guys want to follow along we're on zillow go <laughs> on zillow <laughs> i don't know. like code i hate carpet I, see I'm, that's not a bad room i'm totally anti-carpet yeah but that's an all right room Looks good. It's open. Yeah. That's nice. You got a nice little lake view. I definitely open those windows up a bit or at least, you know, I don't know. Like, I'd like to look at the lake more. You got to focus. If you got a lake view, you got to really capitalize on it. You're going to get taxed more for having it. So might as well. Right. I've never understood a lake view. I just don't get it. If you want to see the lake, get in your goddamn car and look at that basement. Look at that basement. It's a nice basement. It's a nice basement. It's big. Oh, that's Lord. a nice. I, wonder, I hate how people do, do you that think it's on, tall in the middle of their basements. The jacks spend the money and put Wait. something to support the center weight of your building. You Either think like one a, huge pole in the center. You think like a beam, like an I beam. There should yeah. be a huge I beam ran across. 
they'd still have to support the i-beam though so you can so the thing with an i-beam is if they ran it the other direction yeah and they ran three of them this oh yeah they, yeah. they would have been fine fair enough and but then they'd have to do everything they'd have to read the long span is uh it can be you cannot do that i mean it's leave your basement open people don't do that yeah to it. yeah come on come on now well they could probably do couldn't they do like one concrete post here and just do that's what i well that's what i was saying is either just one post in the middle yeah or change the your layout and run your i-beams the other direction yeah. to yeah. support the center floor so yeah it's interesting that's that's a pretty common design though i think well the thing is your i-beams sit on your um, a lot of times when you have a basement like that is they sit onto the basement wall and into it. So, right. the, so it's supporting all the weight there to the center. Yeah. And yeah, they didn't, they just like, I'll oh, put these jacks here. It's a little good. Oh, that's a nice, a nice place. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I guess, but still quarter million bucks. The other one you can at least, you know, I think you can get to the lake from there. This one you have to drive, but it is a nice view. Be nice to be able to sit out on the deck and look at the lake. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just like a severe, I don't know. I think it's a housing shortage, especially when you look at what stuff costs. Like uh, this is, I think if you would have checked Zillow a year ago, Phil, none of these houses would be on this here now because they would have been sold. It's true. It's true. The fact that any of these houses are still on this is crazy. Yeah. It's definitely this. It seems to me like the sales are going slower. Oh yeah. I feel like a year ago we had a conversation. There were only like, like two houses. So like even when you were first in looking, Penyan, there were only like two houses for sale. When you were first looking, houses were flying. And when was that? That was that. I've been looking for as long as I've been I mean, here. when we went and looked at the one house you went, that was like oh. peak COVID, right? Yeah. And uh, was it COVID? Just after, or was it, it before COVID? Maybe it was just before. But house, I those houses were flying then. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were gone. Yeah, so. I, I was going to... Well, that one had land, though. Oh, that's nice the thing house. is, any place yeah. that had land and a house, gone. Gone. And so that one that we looked at had 17 acres. Yeah, that sucker was... So The house wasn't good, but the land was. Yeah. And I they mean, wanted a lot of money. The house was fine. It was just tiny. Yeah. That's a small house, but it looks nice. It's been on for point. 283 days. There's got to be something wrong with it. Hmm. That's got to be a shared community doc, right? Just, yep, I think that's got to be it, right? That would be gone. If it's, that one was, the, <laughs> it's one of the cottages. cottages. Yeah, I thought so. I was going to say, that sucker would be gone if it had its own dock like that. It's like, that. are you even allowed to live in it? Like, year-round? <laughs> no, I'm sure it's a seasonal thing. Welcome to the cottages. <laughs> the cottages at Plum Point. Uh... Whoever started that made a shit ton of money. Oh yeah. Well, look at all these. So the um, the folks who built the 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 apartment complex. What is that? The ink. What is it? That's up on the hill above Red Jacket. Oh yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I don't remember what it's called, but I think they sold all those like that um, for a lot of money, and what I heard was that like 80% of the people that bought them were senior citizens. Really? So, so the people who, um, 
who built that are currently trying to get exception to be able to build a they're trying to get like an area rezoned out on flat street going north out of town um to be able to build some senior housing over there and it was originally not even going to be senior housing but i think there's some incentives to do senior housing and like mostly senior citizens bought up the housing that they had already so they're like yep here we go we're gonna put in more because there's demand hey that's how you make money no it is i just you know the thing i worry about here is that we've you know we're putting in senior housing we're we've put in like certain housing but i look at what's available on the housing market and you look at there's like a, a almost no rentals either none like yeah, it's it's impossible like to find something to live in here that's and a, our population that's at a reasonable declining price. i think our population is is been flat now, is it? I think all the investors are buying houses and renting them. Yes. Like so Airbnb houses and stuff. My which is crazy. My understanding, and I could be off on this, but I believe that our, our like resident population has been pretty much flat at about twenty five thousand. Our number of housing units in the county has gone up. I don't know if it's in the county or just in Penyan, but it's gone up by like five hundred. Okay. Uh, but we've also got like 24,774. There you go. So pretty close. Yeah. Um, but then, so we've got 500 more housing units, but we've got like 500 more that are being used for short term rentals. Huh. So, uh, oh, and that's over the past 20 years. So it's been pretty flat population wise, but all of the new units have been taken up by um short-term rentals rather than people that actually live here and then it makes it so that you know people like me young professionals i don't know if i'm still considered young um mm. but <laughs> i don't know because i'm trying to think like what, what do they say anybody under the age of 35 right yeah i'm not that so yeah. anyways um you know people like me and people who have you know lower paying jobs are going to have a really hard time finding housing here. Yep. And that's finding so, affordable house. But then that, that rolls downhill because then you get businesses and, you know, we look at our friends that are business owners and I don't know about how your, your business is as far as staffing, but it's really hard to find staff. It's really hard to find people who need a job or who want to work here locally and you know when you look at what people get paid and then you balance it against what it costs to rent the house if you can find one yeah like we're never going to fill all those jobs and then all these senior citizens that are moving here because they think it's a beautiful place to be are going to suffer from you know understaffed businesses they're great businesses we have some really awesome businesses here but compared to five they're years all ago having a hard time finding staff the the difference in amenities and Penyon is oh, it's outrageous. You can't even come close to even five, just the past two years. five years ago. Penyon was known for having the closest McDonald's. Mm -hmm. Seriously, that's like mm -hmm. why people came. And now it's like, oh, we have good restaurants and we have good bars. And I mean, it's just yep. flying. So, and yep. that's not a knock on other people's businesses, but truly, that's like people are like, oh, that's where the McDonald's is. Like, right. Yeah. It's like, 
Well, it was that's where, crazy to think about. So, yep. And that yeah. was like Dunkin' Donuts was the only place open. Oh, Dunkin'. Time. There you go. Yeah, that was another one. Or Cam's Pizza, yep. which is a local Cam's. place, but you could go to Cam's at midnight and get a drunk slice. Like, yep. that was, yep. Throw them in there too. Yeah, right. This was the closest place with bars. Yeah. For the college, at, at least. No one ever said, hey, honey, let's get all dressed up and go out to eat in Penyon. Now they do. That's sad to say. Yeah, now they do. And now they do. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's kind of cool. And it's a cool balance, too, because most of the places that are most, not all, but most of the places that are at that level, you can feel pretty comfortable. Either way, you can coming as you are or look nice or you can say, yeah, let's have a nice night out at the uh, the 18th Amendment. When I first opened the 18th, that's was the idea was. Hey, you can feel like you can come here on, on your once a month date, or you could be a regular. You yeah. know, it's like fitting that mix. And I think Rose and Chet really hit on it with their new menu of, oh my God, you can go huge. I mean, you yeah. can spend a lot of money and eat awesome food and have yeah. it, or you can still have a burger yeah. at a decent price. And I think finding that in between is where you want people to be, is you can, you can have as good of a night or as, you know, quiet a night as you want. Mm-hmm. It's up to you. So here, here's a good one for you. Um, when the flower shop closed down, that was like, that was obviously the best sandwich place in town. I never went there once. You never went there. I wish I did. I just they had great never sandwiches. went there. Yeah. yeah. It was, it little, they had like their baked goods. They had their sandwiches. I used to always get them to make me something off menu. But no, they, they had on the menu, fancy. like they had this on the menu for like, six months and i loved it and then they took it off the menu and i'm like what the hell (laughs) and it was they called it the big bad wolf and it was a panini with roast beef cheddar and a jalapeno cream cheese oh that sounds good it was awesome yeah that sounds good and then they took it off the menu and but that was all i'd ever get there so i'd walk (laughs) in and be like hey can i get you know the big bad wolf and they'd make they'd make it they'd make it for me so that's awesome um as long as they had the jalapeno cream cheese they'd make it yeah but uh so with that being gone um friday paninos paninos open and i haven't been there yet so i was thinking about maybe going today um they according to what i've read they're open seven days a week wow um they've been eagerly waiting a chance to open and i don't i don't know the people that own it i don't like i've got no information on it so uh this is not an endorsement but it's 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 filling a niche the bread looks good that's always my thing the, you know what the bread is what's that it's from the blue heron oh is it yeah well there you go so the bread looks you know good. the bread's gonna be banging because it comes from our friends at the blue heron bakery um shout out to todd cat ryan all the other people. Oh, the other people. <laughs> I don't know everybody's names anymore. I used to, you know, go in there a little bit more when I had more time. Yeah, I don't ever venture in Penyon. I feel like I'm missing out. Oh, for sure. For sure. But uh, but anyway, I don't know. I think give them a chance. They're going to have at least good bread and looks like pretty fresh food. So um, that's something this that's town a niche. has always needed. And I guess it was there, you said, with the flower shop. But I've yeah. always said, you're missing out on a good sandwich shop somewhere where yep. you can go get like lunch, a great sandwich. And yeah, right. Morgan's uh, has some like you could get a giant sub there. Oh, can you? Yeah. Okay. But I'd always, I, I used to go there and get them all the time, but 
like is so much bread yeah that i'd have to like tear out the inside oh, of the geez. bread because okay. the thing like that you get a you go there and get a super italian and it's like the meat is like that thick on it Holy it's in, it's like oh. as big as your head and but then the bread like the whole sandwich is like that thick because it's just like the so you have to get rid of the bread. I you didn't have to know get rid of some Morgan of said stuff like that. We had oh, Wegman yeah. subs last night. Wegman subs are yeah. fantastic. You can, you can get a sub. You can get, um, they used to have the sandwich called, I think it was called the Hercules. And I always wanted it, but they only had it on certain days. And I'd always like, I, they got me so I liked it. And then they like kept changing it up so I could never get it anymore. <laughs> so God. it was like, it was like a pot roast. It was like a hot pot roast sandwich. With like mushrooms and cheese and gravy. Sounds interesting. And then, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Huh. Sweet. Well, hey guys, sorry we didn't talk much onto the market stuff, but I do got to get going. So. Yeah. And um, wait, quick, quick piece of entertainment Uh-oh. for for the stock market. What are we doing um, right now? I am not doing a goddamn thing. I am waiting. I'm waiting it out. Yeah, I was talking to some people. This is an insider trading. Don't put me in jail. And they were saying that the recession doesn't hit until it won't hit until the fall. Because the problem is, is all our stockbrokers are out in the Hamptons right now, partying it up, living it up. They don't come back and trade hard until they come back for the winter fall. Uh, mm -hmm. So right now, everyone's just slow trade. Yeah, just steady. As soon as all the all the big dogs come back from their vacation, it's gonna just hammer. And this comes from some people that have lived through a couple and know yeah. like how it works. So. I don't think they're right, and here's why. The average, so like every time that we've ever had a recession, it's been like, uh, let's see. So, so the thing is, don't don't like freak out and sell your shit right now, because the average amount of time that like the stock market has downturned has been like I want to say like thirty seven days mm -hmm. for every major recession that we've had, like from the Great Depression to now. The actual amount of time that the stock market was down before it was on its way back up is like a month and a half. Yeah, or, but or less. we haven't hit the recession yet. Um, it's gonna hit come October, so don't do don't do any trades until this winter, till the downturn. I wait for the downturn. Wait for the downturn. Um, maybe, yeah. I mean, I think it's already turned down. Mm, I think it's I think it's uh, recovering now. So um, we'll have we'll have to wait and see. Like we we got two different thoughts here. So yeah. it's, it's, hey, it's, mine's not my thought. It's either not down yet. No. Or it's already been down and it's okay. The average bear market lasts 289 days. So that's a bear market. Yeah. Anyways, um, I would say the worst thing to do is to sell your stuff when it's down. Well, just don't sell, but don't. Because that's the only way that you're losing. Right? I'm talking about investing. Don't, you mean to throw money in? Yeah. Don't so if you've got like invest until after the until yeah. it's fall winter, but don't sell your shit now either. Who's selling? No one's gonna sell. Don't sell low. No one's gonna sell. Right. 
Unless but, but if people you're are selling, no, you're not doing well, it that's right. That's the thing. People, but <laughs> yeah. but je- people are selling, and the reason they're selling is because they're freaking out because they don't want to lose any more money. Oh, right. Oh. They're like people freak out when the stock market's down. They're like, I gotta sell so I can protect my money. But what they're doing is losing their money. No, see, I'm talking. Just don't invest right now because you're gonna invest at what you think is a low and it's going to go lower and wait until you can get your maximum share here off your on your profits so let's compromise so yeah. the the thing is you can't time the market oh you can time it you can't i'm, I'm nobody's I'm timing it this time n- Phil. listen nobody's ever won by timing the market but what you can do that like you you won't maximize your gains as much as if you could perfectly time it but you can make it so that you can get some pretty good gains uh, with a little bit less risk is say you've got $10,000 this year that you're going to invest. Take that $10,000 and invest $1,000 per month. And that way you've got, you're kind of like, you're going to get some of the stocks at the bottom and you're going to get some of the stocks a little bit above the bottom, but you're going to have a little bit less chance of losing a lot. And you're going to have a little bit less chance of gaining, you know, as much as you could, if you could time it perfectly but you're going to you're going to get somewhere in between. And I think that's the best that's the best stock trading tip I can give you is is on your way in split up your money and like break it into at least four installments and say okay diversify is what this week he's not, trying to be <laughs> I'm I'm not even saying diversify. Say you're going to put it all into GE. Yep. Buy which is low right now. And yeah, buy a thousand dollars worth of GE this week, buy a thousand dollars next week, buy a thousand dollars the week after, buy a thousand dollars the week after. And then like you've given yourself a chance to like to not suffer if it goes down quite as much because some of it you will buy at that lower price. Or if it's going up, you know, you're not gonna win quite as good, but you know, you're gonna give yourself a better chance. So the thing is to not invest it all on the same day. Oh no! Yeah, definitely don't don't buy all. Spread out the time yeah. that you're investing it, so that over the course of the next month, the next five months, you break it up, rather than trying to time it. Because trying to time it is not a sure way to lose, but it's a pretty pretty good way to lose. So um, the best thing is to do it over time. So that's my recommendation. I think, work. I think it's a good compromise. Yeah. Because I think it's I think it's like maybe I already hit the bottom. You think maybe it's gonna be a couple months before it hits the bottom. That just shows you the difference in how people trade. Like there's there's no for sure way. Yeah. I've had way more success not doing it the way Phil does and doing it where I try to find a, a lull in the market and go low and get in. And when yeah. I know there's gonna be a bounce back, and I usually do well. I did well on Tesla because I pay attention to what's coming new and where it's sharing and then hop on when I know it's going to go for a ride. And that's where I've yeah. cashed out. And then I made a lot more on Tesla per, you know, per share because I didn't cash out all at the same time. I didn't cash out at all. Well, I bought in it, but I bought in it like nothing, but and you sold it yeah. like $600. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I mean, but I didn't it, hold on but, to the thirteen hundred dollars. But it's it's, for sure. it's split twice since then, and I still have it. Yeah, that's crazy. Think so. About so that's split. the thing is, like, you timed it. You you like took some profits, but like did you well. missed out on like if you would have sold it like a quarter of it when you did, 
and then a quarter of it, you know, two weeks later, and then a quarter of it, two weeks later, you would have made a lot more money. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I probably would have. Yeah. Now it is kind of back down in a wall. This is kind of like, should you yeah. get back in or should you not yeah. right now? So when so. you're, so that, that advice that I gave that non-advice, not financial advice, <laughs> but that entertainment that I gave you about how to invest that goes on the way in and on the way out. So if you've got, if you want to like, say you're going to break it into four installments, you got $4,000, boom, thousand dollars this week, thousand dollars next week, thousand dollars the week after thousand dollars the week after. And when you feel like it's time to get out, same thing, thousand, you know, 25%, 25%, 25%, 25%, so that you're not, you're, you're spreading out the chance of having risk, right? You're, you're having more of a chance to let it go up. You're having more of a chance for it to go down. You're, you're moderating it a little bit so that you're getting basically the average of what it is over the course of the month rather than, than trying to time it. Now, if you get, I don't know, like, cause if you sell all of it, you might miss out on a chance for it to go up a lot. Yeah. Good shit. Look at Amazon. So anyway, sold Amazon at $500. They'd be <laughs> not very happy with themselves today yep. because you'd be a millionaire if you held on to your 500 shares of Amazon back in the day. So, yep. so I mean, it's crazy to think about what you can, if you play it right, you can change your life. Yep. Or you can, I think we brought this up. You can go broke. You can go broke. <laughs> if you, if you play if you, it wrong. So, yep. Yeah. The more risk you take, the more chance you have of failure. Yeah. It's gambling. But if you, it is a hundred percent gambling. And, but the best way, like I said, is adver- average your risk over time so that you're not taking all of the risk at any one moment or be an old retiree and put it in the S and P 500. Yes. That's a good idea. as well. <laughs> be good. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, don't forget your chance to help out your local community and volunteer, whether it's for one of the things we suggested today or whether it's for something else. Um, and being our uh, national purple heart day, let's take care of our wounded warriors that's right. and, um, let's maybe maybe consider uh, volunteering for Yates County Veteran Services, and you can email them at veterans at yatescounty.org. Good cause. Good cause. And a day, one day a month, two days a month can make a big difference for somebody. So, um, oh, I got to do this. Don't Monday night football it. Who's there? It's rare. Come fill your time. This pot's for all. From the finger lakes, join in the call. Learn something new about the Tuca Trail. Upstate New York, every episode of town. Who's there? It's rare. Who's there? It's rare. It's rare.